Digest Better Podcast. This is episode three, season two. I am your host, Chance Watson. With me, as always, is Taylor Wells. And Wells, it's big day. It's a big day for the Dusty Bender Podcast, isn't it? It is a great day for the Dusty Bender Podcast. Not as great of a day for all of my fellow sickos out there. Um, and I'm not talking insane clown posse. Oh. I think that's I think that's what they go Nin- by. 1999 um, called it once it's easy target back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we should, we, we got to get one of them on here. <laughs> Actually, season two should have been insane clown posse intro music. Just bring them in. That I, I mean, they're probably not doing anything anymore, right? Uh, I'm sure they're still having mosh pits and mud wrestling somewhere. Got to be like a hundred. Like they were kind of old. I mean, I don't remember. I guess I was never big into them, but I feel like they were kind of old when I was in middle school. So they they can't be old now, <laughs> or they can't be young. Dude, don't put it past them, dude. Okay, All right. they're probably up. They're probably up by you somewhere. You think so? Mud, yeah, probably out in the out in the woods somewhere, just throwing ragers. What what is it they say on Family Guy? When he's walking around, everybody's dressed in camo, and he's dressed like a clown. He's like, God, you guys are stupid. They're gonna be looking for army guys. <laughs> I love the one. Uh, it's it's like the company work picnic or whatever. They play yes. catch the greased up deaf guy. <laughs> yes, that's hilarious. <laughs> oh shit, we digress. I love it. Okay, well, I'm going to get in right into the reason why this episode in particular is the biggest one, because we are now officially professional podcasters, because we have our very first sponsor. Yes, we are official. It is It is now official. We are now big kids in the two adult Two million world. an episode. What's that? I think it's two million an episode. Yeah, at least two million an episode, I'm thinking, uh, uh, and that's and that's each between the two of us. Yeah. Uh, so, but it so to to now shout out who we've got. Uh, this episode is sponsored by BetCommish.ag. Bet with the Commish. Commish offers twenty percent on free play on deposits with zero rollover because rollover is a scam. It is. Just FYI on that, rollover standard is ten to twenty-five times, meaning if a player deposits five hundred and gets five hundred in free play, making a thousand total. At ten at ten times rollover, a player would have to play ten thousand dollars worth of action before ever being able to withdraw money. Borderlines on fraud, so always reject rollover and bet with the commish. You can text nine five one eight seven eight nine four one one or hit them up on Twitter at betcommish to get your action down. Good old betcommish, gotta love it. Yep. Um. Where are we at? Are we able to post that on anything, or is I mean, yeah, we can post stuff. This is okay. 2019. We can we can throw his shit on Facebook or whatever. Sure, yeah, he's got a Twitter. Okay, um, yeah, this is this is awesome, right? I mean, oh, this is this is totally awesome. I mean, we're we're really happy. To, we're I mean, Kamish is awesome. He's been doing my action for a little bit now. Um, I have nothing. He got but, me. Uh, he got me up and going today. He did. He did. Um, we're, we're he really, wasn't messing around either. He he. You know, he got on it. I texted him, and fifteen minutes later, I was I was ready to make some bets. You're you know, ready. I, to I set had up, no huh? clue what I was doing, but <laughs> I was ready. I was ready to lose some money. I mean, I had I literally took one look at the freaking you know website, and I was like, 
uh, maybe I should read on this a little bit. <laughs> I just thought I would walk in there and be like, yeah, put 400 on black and, you know, and then I'd win. Right. It's like a virtual casino. Yeah. I thought I was playing slots. No, man. There's definitely there's definitely, uh, there's definitely uh, a learning curve for sure. But once you get it, once you get it, it's, uh, it's definitely a fun little thing, especially if you know, you know, um, I, I think of it more of I'm I'm not a gambler who just bets hockey. I'm a hockey player that that gambles like it's mm-hmm. because I, I don't bet on any other sports. I don't you know, like throughout the summer, I don't even look at anything or I, I don't care. But I love hockey and it I love the rush that it gives like it gives excitement to games that you would generally not care about. You know, say say you're just watching some garbage game like the Senators playing the Red Wings. Oh jeez! <laughs> so you're just watching a shit Ooh, game. Tomorrow's like, game. Yeah, it is tomorrow's <laughs> game. Um, so you're just watching a garbage game like that that no one would care about. Bottom of the barrel teams. Uh, but if you put twenty bucks on the Senators, makes the game pretty interesting. Yeah. For the first I time mean, in your life, you're rooting for Anthony Duclair. Mm, or naming a or naming a stink of. What an what an what yeah. What are the, what what two obscure NHL references for this podcast? Duclair and Nemestikov. Love it. If I can find joy in watching or, you know, having any part in a game where the Red Wings are playing the Ottawa Senators, I'm all for it. There you go. And so. that's and that's what adding anti gambling does to it. It it really increases the heat of it. You you find yourself rooting for teams that you just you never thought you rooted for before or you're hoping you're hoping that uh, you know, say you bet the over in a game, you're hoping that uh, goalies, um, you know, they're having an off night. <laughs> you don't care who wins; you're just hoping that the goalies, you know, uh, shit face last night. Yeah, just all... are just hungover as fuck, and the game's gonna end like eleven to twelve. You never know. I don't know these guys' lives. <laughs> they're not all health nuts. I know that. I'm sure they're not. You know, Pavel Francouz gets shitty. Oh no! I mean, I mean, it's definitely not the '80s anymore. Well, no. Then again, because uh, who was it that just got suspended from Vegas um, for substance abuse? Zykov or something? Oh yeah, Zykov. Valentin. Yes, he just got suspended, and they tried to write. They initially tried to write it off as the thing that got Schmidt suspended, like mm. he was taking a supplement or something, and it's not okay. And then, and then they actually looked at the drug results, and they're like, "Uh, no, dude, you were like taking drugs." <laughs> dude, dude's like, he's like, "Oh yes, I, uh, I wash with wrong soap." <laughs> results come back. They're like, "Dude, you snorted like grams <laughs> on grams of coke." He's like, "Oh." I thought it was soap. Is that not how you use soap? I thought a clean nose. <laughs> With puffs. With puffs. Puffs Kleenex. Puffs Kleenex. Uh, uh, yeah. Zykov, use puffs Kleenex instead. Um, <laughs> and you will avoid getting suspended. You will avoid getting suspended. Um, yeah, this is, this is super cool. It's going to be super fun. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, bet commish, get in on it. So we'll be, uh, in addition to the ad reads at the beginning, we'll also, uh, a new thing at the very end of our podcast, we'll be having a little gambling corner talking about, um, just real quick, kind of like how we talk about fantasy. We won't spend too much time on it, but we'll be talking about, you know, what, what bets we're looking at for the next day, what games we, we like, um, that kind of thing. So, um, 
if if that helps you in any way for gambling or even just like maybe maybe you're it can help you with fantasy as well maybe if you you like our ideas on uh what team's gonna win tomorrow uh you can put those guys in on your fantasy team so certainly certainly can be helpful we are helping people we are we are really helping we're helping the world with this podcast this podcast will save the world you know who's not helping people who NHL Seattle. No, they're really why. actually a pain in our balls because uh, because because <sighs> of their reluctance to put out any fucking news. Uh, we've actually had conversations about reevaluating whether we want to talk about them at all for this season. Um, and it, you know, and it wasn't even that serious of a conversation until they put their five names for the NHL team into the time capsule. Yeah, and I wanted to jump through my computer. And strangle the gentleman next to the lady that put it in there. So they couldn't even tell us what they couple. were. Like they could have at least said what the names were. That's too much, dude. Too yeah, much that, would be, that would be that would be too nice. That. that would be Vegas and Winnipeg didn't do this shit. <sighs> They've already pushed yeah. the name out three different times on us, and now they're putting the five top candidates in a box that won't be open for another fucking forty years. Mm. Or whatever the fuck it is. It's confirmed. They have no idea. No, they have no idea. It's just... it's No. That's what it is. It's going to be five words, actually. It's so five words. It just says, we years. have no fucking idea. No fucking idea. And then, <laughs> and then everybody digs it up and like, yep, that makes sense. Hmm. After, after the, the... Seattle fuckings. After the hundredth season of the Seattle butt fucks. I think it's just going to be the fucking. The, the Seattle, Seattle fucking? fucking? Mm-hmm. All right. We have no fucking idea. Yeah. And so it's, it's got to be one of those five words, right? The Seattle not, Seattle no clue. The Seattle... Mm, <laughs> your guess is as good as ours. It's <laughs> the record for the longest team name ever. This the, we have it. The Seattle... Eh. <laughs> It's just a noise. It's not. There's no words on the paper. It's like one of those cards you open up. Yeah, and it just makes that sound. It's a creaky door in a in a spooky house. <laughs> that was it. That was hmm. that was it. Glad they've moved on to a new city. The logo's just like a squeaky door hinge, and then their secondary logo is a can of WD forty. Can't make me. You can't make me laugh, bro. That's the whole point. That's oh. when I. That's when I get coffee. Sorry. All right. Fair enough. That's um, good shit. That happened though. It I did know, happen. So I mean, we're not gonna sit here. Them. We talked so much about the name. We're not gonna sit here and guess what the actual name is. I'm. I'm sure all the usual suspects are on there. Um, all the boring shit that they don't listen to the fans about. I'm sure. I'm sure like eagles and seals are on there. Some fucking stupid safe team that. You know, I'm I almost it's want the them sneaky salmon. At this point, I want them to make it Kraken because I just do, I so don't want them to play it safe and just pick some stupid generic mascot. Like I swear if they go with the Eagles, I'm going to get angry. Like it took you 2 years to pick Eagles. Ugh. Or Seals? Like I, oh, it's just infuriating. Like they need to, they, they need to pick something else. Like the, it, they're building it up too much. Like they're setting themselves up for failure at this point. 
So what we need to do is we need to have the Simpsons make an episode and them put out the name because no, we need to go back into the Simpsons and rewatch and see if they've ever talked about a team from Seattle. <laughs> hey, there you go. I'm telling you. I, I'm fairly certain they've made a hockey episode before. I just, I can't remember it off the top of my head. Hmm. That sounds Google worthy. Yeah, that sounds like a Googler. maybe. Maybe while you're talking about something boring later, I'll look it up. <laughs> well, there's only like a hundred seasons of The Simpsons, so mm, I'm gonna watch every one. Okay, <laughs> do my research. All right, perfect. There's um, already some loser that's done it, so I'll just mooch off them. Perfect. So, um, uh, we've talked about that. Uh, let's move on to NHL news. How about that? Uh huh. Okay. Um, on the news front. Uh, my nemesis, the bane of my hockey existence, and basically the reason why the Red Wings have been terrible for the last – this it's a big stream. But um, Jonathan Erickson, uh, the way overpaid, way over-injured defenseman for the Detroit Red Wings has been waived um, by Steve Eiserman. Uh They're going to take a bit of a cap – or they're going to have to pay him some money. Probably because no one's mm-hmm. going to, no one will claim him. No, notice how the waiver period's not over yet, and I still tell you that he's not going to get claimed. <laughs> well, because all the other GMs in the league are laughing. Like, I mean, <laughs> what? Nobody on. wants to. Nobody wants to claim him at four point two five million dollars. I didn't realize he was thirty five already. For some reason, I feel like he has like. <laughs> did he sit in the AHL for a long time or something? No. <laughs> God. He Just used to be a solid six... shutdown defenseman, but he's shutdown defensemen don't age well. <laughs> Brooks Orpic, dude, come on. Brooks Orpic, yeah, okay, fair enough. Brooks Orpic is an exception the to the rule. Two thousand. That's great odds. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Erickson got waived. It's not going to help the Red Wings this year. Um, as we do this recording, the Red Wings just recently lost. They blew a two-goal lead to the. Canucks, uh, they lost five two, letting Bo Ho- Bo Horvat, recently named captain, get a cat uh, get a hat trick. So, uh, my Red Wings are progressing at the uh, predicted predicted pace. Um, your Ducks are actually doing really well though. So, yeah, except they got smoked tonight as well. It's bound to happen. Just, hey man, they 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 were like damn near one of the top of the leagues. They're bound to lose a hockey game. They weren't going to go undefeated. Yeah, uh, they, so they played a great game against Calgary. Um, they played two good periods against Calgary, and then and then kind of lost it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then really, really didn't do all. They they let them jump out to a quick start tonight against Nashville, and Nashville just buried them. So, yeah. um, but I think the bigger news on the Erickson story is Horvat is captain in in Vancouver. Yep. Well, how do you feel? How do you feel about that? I, I got a weird taste in my mouth. It's not just the throat lozenges. <laughs> <laughs> throat lozenges and milk stout beer. Perfect. Um, mm. How do I feel about that? I I think okay. Whoever was going to be the captain of the Vancouver Canucks was going to be filling some huge shoes. Like there is True. no one on this team currently. Not even not even uh, Pedersen. With you know, with the tremendous potential that he has, no one was going to be able to fill the shoes of the Sedins. True. Okay, it was it was just an impossible task. You know, there, there's just no. It, it's not every day when you 
drop your captain of Steve's, Steve Eiserman and your assistants of Datsuk and Shanahan and you replace them, or uh, Lindstrom and Shanahan, and you re- replace them with Zetterberg and uh, Datsuk. You know, like mm-hmm. that, that That just doesn't happen. Usually you, have, usually you pass the torch to guys that just aren't as good. And is, is Bo good? Bo's great. Is he a is he a Henrik or Daniel Sedin? No, but I mean he's been on the team for a while. He seems like a good guy. Um, Peter Pedersen's just too young. Besser doesn't necessarily seem like he's totally committed to that team. I know he resigned, but um, I think down the line, I think he's trade bait. Um, if the, if things don't go well for Vancouver, because they're kind of looking for success right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't hate it. I just, I mean, I think it's going to have that weird taste in your mouth because does he stand up to the Sedins? Not really. Right. So, I mean, but we've, we, so my, my only thing is, um, Horvat is such a second line guy. Yep. Right. So, I mean, that's, I mean, you already know it with Pedersen and this is his second year. You, yep. you know, he's the first line guy, you know, Horvat's going to be the second line guy. Um, who knows? Maybe the locker room is. Maybe he's just a full locker room guy. It comes to, right, and it comes down to what you think qualifies as a captain. You know, sure. some teams, some teams just automatically give it to the best player. You know, right. I mean, uh, Ovechkin. Even though probably people can't understand half of what he fucking says, um, he's probably you know he leads by example on the ice. Uh, Connor McDavid. I honestly like I think at this point his soul is crushed, so I don't he says anything in the locker room, but <laughs> why is it? Why because oh, he hasn't made the playoffs? Because yeah, the uh, the Edmonton has just crushed his soul. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think he's I Did you did you see that photo of him at the end of the season last year? He looks like he just got like out of a POW camp. <laughs> he always does. He's a gangly. That's true. That's true, but no, I mean it's, I'm, I mean I'm not saying that McDavid's not a good dude. Like I'm sure he's a great dude in the locker room, and th- there are rare examples where they're good on and off the ice, you know, as as leaders. But more often than not, sometimes it's just you just give it to your best player. Like look at Colorado. I mean McKinnon got the captaincy, or was it Landeskog? Landeskog got Landis early. He got it really young. You know, he wasn't proven, and obviously, you know how. You and I both know, like, it's very difficult, if not impossible, for, a, like, a 20-year-old kid to walk into a locker room with veterans that have been there for, you know, been on that team for, like, seven, eight years, sometimes mm-hmm. more, and, like, say, I'm the leader now, listen to me. That's most likely not happening. What they're doing is they're giving them the captaincy because they're going to be the future leaders of the team or, you know, something something on-ice related. Yeah, um, I have nothing against Bo Horvat. Um, I just think I don't either. He's a solid hockey player. So, uh, just because I've, I had Pedersen in one of my leagues, and so I, I read a bunch of information on him. Gretzky was talking great about him last year and shit. Um, but every everybody that talks about him basically says like he's a natural leader. He you know he comes, he puts in the work. I mean he you know he comes to the rink and he's ready to play. And, and maybe Horvat sometimes. does that. Sometimes but, you don't pick your best player on your team to wear an A or a C. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's, you know, but uh, yeah. I, sometimes your best player isn't a necessarily leader. Like, take it from our, 
look at our experience in our past. Like how many, how how often has the best player been on a team also been the best locker room guy? Mm, I'm not saying it doesn't happen. Yeah. I'm just saying it doesn't always happen. Right. You know, it doesn't it doesn't always overlap that your best player is also the best locker room guy. Sometimes sometimes your best player can be a real dick. But true. he's on the team because he's really good. That's true. I just I from everything that I've heard from Pedersen um has just it was a surprise to me. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm not saying anything bad against Horvat, but I just it was a surprise to me because I don't hear that same thing about Horvat. Um, you know, there's a good chance that best case scenario, you know, he's he's like a creechy over in Boston. Agreed. He's kind of that, you know, maybe 60 to 7 tops. Um, yeah, I, I don't mind not giving it to Besser. Uh, Quinn Hughes has looked great, but you can't give it to a rookie. No, nope. oh, come on. Um, yeah, so it, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see what they do. I hope it's not one of these things where, you know, a couple years down the road, Pedersen is, is the guy and is the locker room guy and they there go oh shit we should have given it to him and um you know now we got to move horvat because we like we don't want to just take the c off of him Um, sure well and a's are usually a's are usually reserved for those guys that can do one or the other whether a good leader on the ice or off the ice the captain is usually one that can do both Mm -hmm. like an a you know given like Evgeny Malkin had an A in Pittsburgh. Okay, the guy fucking couldn't speak English for like the first five years that he was here. Okay, you, he's obviously not hyping everybody up in the room. Um, oh, by the way, I need to sh- I need to have a shout out to my dad real quick here. His favorite team is the Columbus Blue Jackets, and he abs- even when Bob Rowski was there, he loved Jonas Corposalo, loved him, and. He he recall he wants to get a T-shirt that says so. Uh, apparently, Corpusolo had an interview. He played one of the very few games where Bobrovsky didn't, and they brought him in. They were talking about a specific situation where they're like, "Oh, yeah, Cor- uh, Corp, the, uh, you know, the, there was that two-on-one there, and you really slid over to the ice. How did you feel in that certain in, in that situation? You know what Corp said to the guy? Ev- huh. it, it, everybody loves to play the hockey. Oh Jesus! <laughs> where is he from? I Corpusalo's from Narnia. <laughs> through the closet. Mm. Everybody loves to play the hockey. Oh jeez. <laughs> oh, so geez. my point is like you can still get an A or a, an A for sure <laughs> if you're just an on ice leader. Like That's Malkin your point? obvious. What's that? That's the story you had to tell to make your point yes i'm kidding kidding. yes that was the story i had i love it it doesn't make any sense because goalies can't be captains or assistants but that's that's my point but malkin malkin was obviously for the first couple of years he had an a on his chest because he was leading by example on the ice not in the locker room because he couldn't fucking talk to people Mm -hmm. he couldn't fucking talk to people 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 were teaching him english he literally apparent um from from the 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 big daddy of all the hockey podcasts um they talked about how like for the first three years he would just he would have a translator with him or if you tried to talk to him he didn't want to talk to you he'd pretend he didn't know english that's a fucking beauty move right exactly what a gem yeah it's fantastic so 
uh, I mean, captains and assistants, it's always complex. Like, you've got to weigh the options. And no, it's not always your best player that gets the C. It's sometimes the guy that's the best leader. Um, I mean, a div- not to bring everything back to the Red Wings, it's just I know the team well. But that situation's happening in Detroit. Like, Larkin, Larkin most likely will get the C, but Mantha's going to be the best player on that team. Oh, you think so? Pure goal scorer? Yeah. Larkin, yeah, Larkin might I think be. Larkin's got some two way to him. Larkin's a better two way player. Like Larkin is Selkie territory in the future, whereas Mantha, honestly, when he comes into his own and gets a better supporting cast, he could run for Rocket Richard. Oh, you think you think he's that good? I he's young enough, and the team is in a rebuild, and the guy he's just he's just a pure goal scorer that's surrounded by literally no talent. Yeah. I mean, but if you're a pure goal scorer, you're going to find ways. Yeah, I mean, but you could make the same case for, like, why isn't Panarin lighting it up? You know, it. The, in fact, the Rangers yeah. are a good example of that because the Rangers are in a very similar boat that the Red Wings are where they've got a solid top line and then the rest of the team really isn't that great. I think that's such a coaching thing. I know pe- people are like, oh, you got to stack that top line and let them dominate. I, I love spreading it out to two. I, and I think that's what Penguins have done so well. Um, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, they've been the masters Mantha, of that, especially had, when they had Kessel. Oh, yeah. That's why um, Kessel left, but... I mean, and you think about it, I mean, their top line for a lot of those years was nobody's in Crosby. Right. Pascal Dupuis... Um, you know, guy, Kunitz, guys like that who are, like, not necessarily nobodies, but, I mean, best-case scenario, they're second-line guys. Patrick Hornquist. And they were just like, screw it, put them with Crosby, let's see what happens. Yeah, Patrick Hornquist, Gunsel, Sher- yep. Connor Sherry for a little while. Yep. yep. Um, no, you're talking about. He, so, but Mantha, Mantha did have nine shots tonight. He's so. He is a pure, like, I'm not, I'm, the man is going to be the leading scorer of the team. He is going to be the Dotsuk to the Zetterberg, you know what I mean? Yeah, like if yeah, the, I'm I'm glad I took him. Yeah, I mean, smart. I mean, it, you're not going to regret it. I mean, he's going to be one of the three guys on that team that's going to put up points. Larkin's going to put up his own points. Mantha will put up his own points, and Tyler Bertuzzi will be along for the ride. Uh, I wish I was a Tyler Bertuzzi. <laughs> <laughs> Bertuzzi's got for the he's got just enough talent to skate with them and set them up, and then and take passes. But he's, I mean, the line between him and then anybody else on the, he's lucky because there's just no one else on the second line that can do it. They can't put Anthony, uh, Andreas Antonacino on that line. So, because. Well, what Bertuzzi did right is he's got the flow. Oh, God, he's got the greatest flow. If, if he didn't have his flow, who knows where he would be, Samson, you know? Yeah. Yeah. There's. There's just a lot of rookies on that team. Hey, speaking of rookies, one in particular got their first goal tonight. Yes. <laughs> did you? Uh, did you I like forced. That? I forced you to, and I like the. I like the cut, and I like that. Yep. Um, I forced you to talk about this one because I think it's fuck. I I literally was watching the game and I laughed out loud. I didn't just say "lol" like I do sometimes to be super ironic. I actually laughed. Did you know? Because. <laughs> okay, it's your first goal. I get it. Big goal, big game. Uh, Real excited. You know, 
real excited, burying, burying your first G note in the, in the league. I can't even imagine. Right. Yeah. Uh, he straight up sellied so hard for a goal that hit him in the leg and went in. <laughs> and I started dying laughing. And like the announcers were going nuts and like, yeah, it's, it's just the first of many. And I was dying because he just, like he literally, it could have been literally anyone standing there. <laughs> it could have been anybody. I was like, he whiffed. So he like, it like was up in the air a little bit and he completely whiffed on like a, you know, a cool, like, okay. If he would have got it with his stick and knocked it in that way, I would have been like, okay, that's pretty impressive. You know, it's not the, it's not the best goal I want to see as your first goal, but it's not a bad one. But he whiffed on it, hit him in the knee, and it goes in. And he starts skating out towards the blue line and does the, like, picks up the snow off. the goes down to one knee, picks mm-hmm. the snow off the ground, brushes it off. You know what I mean? Like, the full Selly experience. Uh-huh. And I was dying. I just I mean, couldn't believe it. I was like, get, I guess. you know what? Do you, buddy? Like, you, you fucking queen. <laughs> Goddamn fucking prince. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, good for him, though. That's what I say. So good for him. <laughs> so good for him. <laughs> oh, God. I was dying. I I was, hey, like, I wish. Did I just lose you? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. He pulled the cord out. Now I'm staring at him. He's frantically he's frantically trying to get it together. He can hear me. But I cannot hear him. Cuz his mic's not on. <laughs> oh shit. Uh-oh, now he's really gone. We'll wait for him to join and see what happens. This commercial break brought to you by... Chance's shitty mic. <laughs> now he's banging on the table. <laughs> Play it again. Okay, now I'm going again. Jeez. But I don't know where I dropped off. I dropped off at... Yeah, our editing guy's going to have to figure that out. I lost like a minute, but that's okay. <laughs> Whatever. Man. Just keep going with yours and I'll plug in mine. <sighs> so glad we finally got some sponsorship and this is how we repay the world. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He's let's gonna move chart. on from He's gonna Kirby, Doc is, Kirby Doc is jinxed. Yes, that's we can no longer talk about him. He needs to get out of the league immediately. That's correct. Yeah. That's the last goal he ever scores. All right, he's he is now the bane of the Dusty Bender podcast. Yeah, I mean, even if he scores the most gorgeous goal ever, I'm gonna pick it apart <laughs> and just shit on him until he leaves the league. Until he leaves, he's gonna get so mad. I'm gonna tag him in every post. Kirby Duck. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the episode. That is the title of this episode. Kirby Doc sucks. Kirby Doc knees one home. <laughs> Kirby Doc's knee on his knees. Kirby um, Doc pylon. And there's just so many great. All right, let's leave Kirby Doc alone. Okay. Until next time. I keep thinking. Um, I think keep thinking of Nintendo's Kirby. 
Oh, he was so good in Smash Bros. He was. I loved playing as Kirby in Smash Bros. He, he would just freaking... Suck? I mean, this is fitting. He would just full-blown suck. <laughs> just suck up everyone. <laughs> he would suck up all the goals. He would. He would. Um, and spit him into the net. Mm-hmm. Um... Cool. Let's move on to our next one because this is this is a funny one. This is one I want to talk about. Um, I kind of i I didn't watch this game because I can't stand the Kings and understandably so. Um, but Flames and the Kings got into a I won't even call it a brawl. It's been called a brawl all over the freaking hockey world. Um, this was a wrestling match, in mm-hmm. my opinion. But. Uh, yeah, Did, were you able to see it? Oh yeah, Did you watch I, this I thing? saw. Yeah, I mean, it all started with the Drew Doughty hip check on his favorite player in the league, mm-hmm. Matthew. Boy, isn't that a great rivalry? I love it. I love that. I don't even like Doughty, and I root for Doughty. That's that's how weird it is. That is pretty sad. Hockey but, fans are confused all over America. Oh yeah, definitely. When you when you've got two players that go after each other. Like, if Milan Lukic fought, like, Evander Kane, boy, that would, there'd yeah. be some conflicting feelings there. Um, I mean, I know who I'd be cheering for. I don't know if it's who I would be putting bets with Bet Commission on, but... Sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> it makes a bet. It makes, makes sense. Anyways, so yeah, he, he throws a hip check, um... I think it was on Kachuk. I'd have to look back. I, I. It was. I think it was on Kachuk, right? Yeah, it was. Um, he throws a hip check on him, and then they kind of just like their legs just kind of get tangled, mm-hmm. and then, uh, Kachuk just kind of starts like really giving it to him, and yep. then some Kings player came. I don't remember who who came in third, but someone came in third and was just like, "This ain't gonna work." And then they just they started touching butts and whatnot. <laughs> um. But it was fucking hilarious. I mean, those two teams like randomly hate each other. Oh yeah, like that's al- that's almost a, that's a that's a it's not even a rivalry good rivalry. Like I mean, how is LA and Calgary going to establish a rivalry? Move the Kings to <laughs> what else is up there? It's just Edmonton and Calgary. Is there anything else in their area? Mm-hmm. I I mean, other Canadian teams, I guess. Here's what's weird about the NHL this year. Calgary and Edmonton are trading players with each other like they're best buddies. Mm-hmm. And the Kings and Calgary are getting into freaking line WWEs. Oh, yeah. That's the world we live in right now. So yep. Yep. That's that's good. Yeah, that's not great. Um, yeah, the Kings, I, they're a lost cause. So, I mean, this is probably good for them that they're actually getting a – they're getting some press for something. I mean, they got another win tonight, so. Oh. I mean, I, I'm I'm thinking about putting them in for Dark Horse. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sounds about all right. All right, that's all the fun I get. Cool. All right, let's um. So we, that's a little bit of news we talked about. Um, let's move on to. We wanted to talk about the stat leaders at the moment because we've got some surprising runners at the. Granted, the season is still early, and these people will probably drop out, but um, or get shuffled around. But there's there's some interesting stat people at the moment that I, I'd really like to get into depth on because I wonder how long the streaks will go. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I guess well, I probably I, could have pulled them up first. Well, I can't even do. Okay, while you're pulling them up. Yep. What is it, it, so your NHL app on your phone is not busted? No, it's what not. The, I mean, it's Emily fine. Dickinson, dude. I, All night, I haven't been able to watch shit. <laughs> dude, I've been telling you that the NHL app is bad. And I pay money for NHL TV. What an what an what an idiot! Show. What an idiot! This guy is an idiot. <laughs> it's like you I accepted st- rollover, man. Dude, I you know what? I was blinded by the light, and I, I thought rollover. There is was no good. light. There's no light. The, There's just the, blackout. Dark. There's seriously every other game is this one's blacked out. Like wow, glad I pay cool. money for this. Honestly, I'd 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 rather them not even put those games on there until the next day. Like yep. I just I don't <laughs> I don't want them to tease tease yep. me. Yep. You know. Um. So let's look at the the top top five guys. You want to do top five or top ten? Ooh, top five. Okay. At number five. Um, not necessarily a surprise that he's in the top 10, but definitely doing well for the early season. Uh, Mark Stone, Vegas, six goals, eight assists, 14 yep. points. Tied with uh, Eichel and Marshan, but we'll, we'll focus on Stone. I like Stone out of those, those other two. Yes. So. Um, it, well, it's a good mention that they're, that they're tied. Um, all those players are tied at 14. Mm-hmm. Um, Stone, I think... He's no longer underrated. I don't think that, that I think everybody knows that Stone is good. Mm-hmm. Um but he's still in that category of not considered to be elite. And I think he's trying to make the case that he is. Right. Like he's I don't think at this point anybody says he's not good. Like on Ottawa, you could argue that yeah, he's the best player on a shitty team. Vegas yeah. is arguably one of the top teams in the league. Um and he's leading the team. He's doing good. Uh, I think. I think. I. I, I mean. I, I heard a lot of announcers talk about Selkie Trophy. What mm-hmm. do you think? Last last year they were for sure. He was. I think it was top three for that. Yeah. So I. I mean Selkie's definitely good. Um, top five point guys. I mean he's on a. I mean, granted he's on a decent line with Patrick and Stastny, but. Um, I mean Marshan's skating with Pasternak, so. Um, you know yeah. what can you do? So, um, and he's in good. Co- I mean, the fact that Mark Stone's in good company with Jack Eichel and Brad Marchand is a good thing because, like I said, people knew he was good. But I think the fact that he's in the conversation with, like, he's next to those people, I think that kind of elevates him to. So this is a good thing for Mark Stone. Yeah, and just to clarify, this is points. Yes, correct. I don't know if you, I don't know if you said that. Yeah, I, uh, six did. goal, six goals, eight assists, fourteen points. Yeah. So big, big thing for me here, um, six goals. So he's not doing with a ton of assists, right? Right. It's huge. Your team needs goals, right? right? Um, the other side of that is, I, I mean, I don't think he's, I don't think he's a plus top, or like a top plus minus guy. Mm-hmm. But I mean, his takeaway stuff. I mean, everything last year that they, you know, were talking about for the Selkie and stuff like that. This guy is so two way. Uh, one of the better like defensive offense, you know forwards in the league um and then he's still a top five guy for points i mean he is good what it was at the little bit in the beginning of his career was injuries um and i just feel like he has i don't want to say become a man 
like a freaking bar mitzvah. Sure. But that's just kind of what it seems like is that he just has found a way to play his game but not get hurt as much. Mm -hmm. Um, And I probably just jinxed him. Oh, I do have some wood. Knock on that shit. Um, (laughs) You know, but yeah, he's... um, this is this is a winner. It was it, honestly in one of my leagues. It was hard for me not to keep him, um, but I just had a couple guys who I I wanted to kind of keep around a little. You know, they were a little, a little younger, uh, stuff like that. It was a little more rebuild, but yeah, Mark Stone, good move. Love it, love it. Um, I think overall the guy. So I mean, not to talk on Mark Stone, you covered it pretty well, but um, I think him on this team really. I mean, it, it's no surprise. Vegas is going to be a Stanley Cup contender this year. Um, I think at this point, even with even with their expansion team, you know, moniker at this point, I think they've bucked that. And I think that I mean, it's it's what would you say, conference finals or bust? Um, yeah. At bare minimum, you know, like I mean, you could you could say Stanley Cup or bust, but I think that that's a little too high considering right. just the number of talented teams coming out of the East. But def, I mean, at least conference finals for sure. Yeah, I think, and he's leading that squad. I mean, we we looked that first year in Vegas. We looked at that top line of Carlson, uh, Marcheseau, and Smith as like, like, are they ever going to have anybody below them? Right. Right. And Mark Stone and Pacioretty and Statsny even came in and were just like, uh, yeah. I mean, we're going to be the top line. Yeah. <laughs> um, and and that's even hard to say because I mean, March. I was watching that game the other day, even against Philly when they were getting blown out. I mean. Marcheseau Smith and Carlson even looked pretty good in that game. So, yep. Um, but Mark Stone's a beast, um, as much of a beast as maybe the next two guys. Yeah. So, I mean, if we were talking about how one player could lead to the success of a team, uh, these two guys are dragging this team, kicking and screaming into the wind column almost. Oh yeah. Um. So number four and number three, we'll just put them as a package deal. Uh, three at Connor McDavid. Five goals, 12 assists, 17 points. Uh, Seidel, six goals, 10 assists, 16 points, so right below each other. Uh, mm-hmm. Three and four spots, respectively, from Edmonton. Uh, these guys are putting on a clinic. I mean, it's they are, they, are, they are powering this offense. They are powering this team. Uh, I, think, I think Connor McDavid is finally tired of losing, and I think – he knows that for the first time ever he's got with the addition of James Neal he's got somebody that's not completely terrible skating next to him mm-hmm. I think he's going to take every advantage off but you know is is Neal as fast as he used to be no but Neal's I mean he's the real deal like the guy's got hockey sense he's got a shot still um there's a reason why that team still pick him up. I I'm honestly kind of surprised that Vegas let him go probably because he was wanting the payday, but mm-hmm. um, I, I, they're going to take advantage of this. I, I don't know if they're going to, I don't know if they're going to be able to drag this team all year. The, these two, but I mean, it's God, I'm just, I'm really impressed with them. McDavid is McDavid is not a surprise at all. Troy Seidel's barely a surprise at all. If anything, um, Leon's just, you know, he's he's a he's a remarkable talent. Um you know, he's he's almost almost the Mitch Marner to the Matthews, but in a real deal where they're they're really a one-two punch. So, um not surprised at all. They're doing great. Uh McDavid is always in conversations for the top 10, top 5. Mm-hmm. Um Drysaddle is right behind him usually because he's he's the second best on that team. So, um 
other than that, no, I, I, I no surprises here. And they're, I don't, I don't know if their success is going to carry over and continue to bring Edmonton into the playoffs. Um, I think they're the team that kind of needs to prove that they're the real, that the, they're the real deal. Um, but other than yep. that, yeah. Um, question for you. I did see this on Twitter Go ahead. today. Um, Leon Dreisaitl, how much better is he than Austin Matthews, or is he better than Austin Matthews? I don't think he's better than Austin Matthews. Um, I think it's close. I think he's yeah. better at – I think he has – I think he has Connor in a few aspects of his mm-hmm. game, but I don't – he's not better, no. He's a different player. Yeah. I, I And I agree with you. Um, I'm just trying to find it right now, see who it was. Um, was somebody actually trying to make the argument that he's better than Connor it, McDavid? It wasn't even – or no, no, not Connor McDavid. So Leon Dreisaitl was better than Austin Matthews. Did I say Connor McDavid? Oh, you might have. You might, I might have just – Maybe I said maybe I said Connor McDavid. So you said um, Austin Matthews. Um, oh, well, that changes everything. Um, mm-hmm. God, he honestly, they might, I mean, it's close for sure, but maybe. I mean, the fact that, because Dreisaitl has been put on the second line before and still put up points without McDavid. Right, but Austin Matthews has done that too with, I mean, he had a, you know, he had almost nobody last year and still had over a point per game. That's true. I mean, he he benefited from being on Nylander, but Nylander is more benefiting from him. Um, you know, Mitch Marner in the power play to Varez when they skate together. But, um, yeah, but, I mean, I don't know because Toronto's a different situation because you've got three players there that can do that, whereas Edmonton's always been a two-man show where if you wanted to spread talent around, you're going to have to put one on one line and one on the other, whereas in Toronto, you know, one guy's soloing it, but one of the other guys is always going to be with the other one. So it's either going to be Marner and Tavares or Matthews and Marner or Matthews and Tavares. Right. God, unless you want to put, this. unless you want to put one of them on the third line, which I don't think would ever happen. So, yeah. Um, I can't find the actual tweet on it, but, um, yeah, I mean, look, Dreisaitl and, and Matthews, I would put them almost even, right? I wouldn't – I mean, basically what this tweet was saying, and it was a – I think it was a TSN. I'd have to go back and look. God damn it. I should have been prepared. God damn it, Wellesie. Well, we weren't um, planning on talking about it anyway, so. Yeah. But anyways, um, I, I think they're more on the same level because, you know, Austin Matthews kind of plays a little bit into the shadow of Tavares and – uh, Dreisaitl plays into the shadow of McDavid a little bit, and so they're kind of in the same boat there. Um, Matthews just scorched goals, right? Whereas Dreisaitl, I mean, Dreisaitl had, I think he had 50 last year. Um, you know, so he scores goals too. I just, basically the tweet was, Leon Dreisaitl is elite and Austin Matthews, like quit talking about Austin Matthews as elite because he's not. Mm. Um, and I I, I mean, if you're looking it. at this list that we're looking at, uh, um Austin Matthews is below all of these people that we've been talking about. Austin Matthews is 16th right now at eight goals and three assists. Mitch Marner's at three goals, nine assists. Um, but I would make, I would argue that goals are more important than overall points. You're right. And if you're right. talking, and if you're talking goals, like if you're just doing straight goals, mm-hmm. um, right now the leaders are Pasternak at 10, 
Neil at nine, and Matthews at eight. Right. And, I mean, Dreisaitl is down there at six with Mark Stone. Um, but they've come out hotter than Toronto, right? Yeah, so ta- all we all we know is that's going to drop off. There's I mean, a five-way just... tie for fourth place at right. seven. Uh, Eric Haula, which what a surprise there. Um, Riley Smith, which what a surprise there. Uh, TJ Oshie, I mean, we've all known that he has capability to do that. Um, mm-hmm. Anthony Mantha, I mean, I think only Red Wings fans knew that that was possible. Uh, Ovechkin, he'll, you know, he's obviously going to challenge for the scoring title this year once again. Uh, Elias Lindholm, uh, that's definitely that's uh, pretty surprising. Actually, I mean, that's that's fairly surprising. And then probably the biggest surprise, uh, Rupe Hints at ten. Ten goals? No, ten. ten the ten spot. Um, there's a lot of people oh, tied. Gotcha. At, there's a lot of people tied at six goals, but um, on mm-hmm. top on, on top ten, uh, he's at he's at ten with six goals. Yeah, um, I, my only my only thing. I mean, yeah, Drysaddle has two less than Austin Matthews in that category. So, um, you know, but I, I think I think if you were I mean, not nothing against Tavares, I think Tavares is a great player. But I mean, it's it's nice to play with in a lot of people's opinion, the best player in the league. Sure. In McDavid. So um, I would put him at the, I would put him at an even keel. Uh, I, I would, oh, I would go as far as saying dry sidles a little better. I think it's just cause he's played full season. So we know that. Sure. Um, um, top. But, so top five, just going by points, I resorted it real quick. Um, mm-hmm. uh, number five is Brad Marchand. Uh, so there's a three way tie for fifth place between Marchand, Stone and Eichel. Um, sorry about that. Um, so a three-way tie at number five between Marshawn Stone and Eichel. Uh, number four is Drysdale with sixteen. Pasternak at third with seventeen. Connor McDavid, uh-huh. Connor McDavid at two with seventeen, and then John Carlson at number one. Uh, Pasternak, he is one ugly bitch. He is, but he can bury goals horrifically ugly. Ugh. I, but he knows it, you know. He's got that ugly dude confidence. In the in the words of one of my favorite comedians, more ugly on this guy than a Rolling Stones album. Oh, that's that's mean. That's mean. <laughs> that's mean, dude. <laughs> um, what? But to yeah, the Stones I mean, or Pasternak? Being... Who? To the Stones or Pasternak? Um, I need to see Pasternak score. You know. 40 more goals before I say it's mean to Pasternak. Okay. I was going to say, I think um, the Rolling Stones know they're ugly at this point. They're like 75 years old. I mean, they should. <laughs> or they're just, they're still partying like they're fucking, you know, hip. They're, they're just getting all the ladies. Yeah, that sounds about right. Keep God, Richards knows what's up. Hopefully they're all still alive. I don't even know. Oh, uh, they are. They are. They're still touring. Um, Pasternak, I mean, this guy just buries them, though. Um, God, he's, what, 22? Uh, I want to say twenty three, and it's not just to one up you. I I mean, but it, I mean, it's basically the same. The point is made. He's young as fuck. Yeah, like he, this guy's gonna be the future of this team. Here you go. I just I just pulled it up. He is twenty three. God, I'm I'm like weirdly good at that. Good call. Maybe I looked at his weird gap tooth and was like, man, that's a twenty three year old gap tooth. That's a twenty. That's a if he was twenty five, he'd have one more gap. You get a you get a gap every two years, right? Um, but yeah, he's. I think he scored a between the legger tonight. I don't know if I don't remember if that was the one that got called off. Um, 
But he's, yeah, he's just killing it. I mean, it helps to play on a line with Bergeron, who you don't even have to worry about playing defensively as mm-hmm. a forward because Bergeron is going to be the defensive. He's a third defenseman. Um, and so Marshan and, and Pasternak can just work down low, and they're showing us that. Um, but, yeah, this kid is good. 23 years old. I mean, you know, he's he's the real deal. And we, we've we started to see it the last two years, and now this year we're like, holy shit, okay, he's, like, he's, he's not messing around. He's going to push for the goal lead, and we all know it. Yeah. I mean, I have, I have no – I have no arguments to that. The guy is going to be uh, the, the biggest surprise here. I think we, we chose to do the stats here because the surprise right now is number one, John Carlson. Correct. Like, Washington, okay, decent team. Like, a scoring leader could definitely come from this team, not John Carlson. Um, right. You know, you were thinking Koozie or maybe, maybe uh, or Ovi, obviously. But uh, not, only, not only is it not one of them, but it's one of their defensemen. Granted, he's their top defenseman. But mm-hmm. five, five, you're right. Five, goals are more important. But five goals and fifteen assists. Like this guy is dishing it. Like he is involved in every play. Yeah, and he's still got five goals. That's pretty I mean, good. You, yeah, you look at your top goal scorers. I mean, he's he's just barely off that top ten list. He's got he. So just quick quick reference right now. John Carlson has more goals than Patrick Line. Mitch Marner, Mark Scheifele, Matt Deshane, Morgan Riley, Mika Zabinajad, Rasmus Dahlin, Max Pacioretty, Elias Pettersson, Vladimir Tarasenko. Dude. Like, these are these are goal scorer names, and he's just showing them, putting them to shame. Yeah. It's early though too. I mean, oh, this is of course. this is yeah, what, this is what Riley did last year. Remember, this I mean, is he... fun to talk about. Yeah, for right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is he'll obviously fall back down into. I mean, he's probably going to run away. Do you think is it too early to talk about Norris Trophy? Um. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean they they had they had Morgan Riley in the Norris Trophy for the first half of the season last year, and then um, just snubbed him. Yeah, I mean, we could so. talk about what qualifies you as a good defense. See, I don't like the fact that it's kind of shifted. It it used to be, it used to be more about your plus minus, and mm-hmm. then your and then you had to. So like, you had to have a good plus minus, and then also you had to have points. Yeah, but his plus minus, he's third in the league. Right. Oh no. Oh no. But what what I mean is like <laughs> now it's kind of the other way around where right you you could if you have a lot of points you can get away with having a bad plus minus but as you and me both know as former defensemen like that's like plus minus is everything like you almost keep track of your plus minus more than you do your points true as a Um, defenseman like that's everything like you get off the ice and you don't kick yourself because you didn't get an assist or a goal like you kick yourself if you're minus two because exactly your job is to not do that yeah and i i think i think they still look into that a little bit um you know, but yeah, I mean, this guy, what ten games in, this guy has to be the front runner for the Norris. I mean, he's leading points, assists, third in the plus minus. He's still got five goals. Um, yeah, he has to be. Uh, will it continue? Um, it's hard. It's hard to go a whole season with three assist games regularly. Sure. So, um, but you know, yeah, he could I mean, be a. I mean, 
We haven't seen a point-per-game defenseman in a long time, though. Uh, not... I'd have to double-check on that. I think I think last year we actually even had... I think Burns has done it a couple times. A point-per-game? I'd have to check. Let that's me... 80 points. I mean, that's 82 points in a season. Let me see. I don't know. I, I mean, I know he got a lot of points. I don't know. I, I think he maybe have had, like... No, he had to have, like, 40 or 50 assists and, like... Burns, he had 67 assists last year, so let me see how many goals he had. Yeah. Um, he had 83 points last year. Wow, he was a point-per-game defenseman. Okay, yeah, well. Yeah, Burns, is I stand corrected. freaking man-meat, dude. Yep, um, I stand corrected. Yeah, but, I mean, it's, it's not easy for him to do it. No, it's definitely not, and... And you know the toll that it takes. Like, you're quarterbacking every power play. You're quarterbacking every yep. zone entry. Like, I mean, that's, you are the man. Like, there is no other person that's on the ice. And you're logging, I mean, over obviously over 20 minutes a game. But as a defenseman, you're, you're I mean, if with that amount of time, you're logging doubting minutes, like 24, 25, 26. Yeah, you're, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see any of that for these guys. Like Carlson, Burnsy, those kind of guys. I'm sure they're playing 25 minutes. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Um, you want to touch on some goalies? Sure. Um, let's see here, real quick. Uh, let me pop over to the goal. Goals against average leader is hilarious to me. Players bang regular season. Do you have goalies pulled up? Um, yes. Yeah, go for it. You you lead us so, into it because I'm struggling to get it up. Goaltending goal leaders, so the goals against average, um, the in parentheses it says played for four or more games. <laughs> so, uh, right. So take that. Yeah, that's a good. Take that's, that with a grain of salt. Yeah. Uh, but the leader right now is Alex Stalock on the Minnesota Wild. How fucking like one of the lowest teams in the league right now. Right. So I mean, goalie success. Ridiculous. Goalie success is weird because you have to, like there, there. It's always a controversial subject on what. What stat makes a good goalie? Is it wins? Because, I mean, at the end of the day, that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. Or is it your save percentage where, you know, obviously like, uh, you know, in your particular case, Gibson. Gibson is going to mm-hmm. say that, you know, it's my per- save percentage is more important. Because right. the wins ultimately reflect, you know, my team in front of me, not me. Um, so I, I, I like save percentage. What about you? Um, so for me, I think goals against average leads to wins, mm, right? So okay. if you're, if you're, if you're leading that, um, cause goalies, goalies can get hot. I mean, they can take, say you take 40 shots in a game. Well, what if the high pressure scoring chances are only one, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're making saves from the outside. Yes. They're ones that you still need to make, but you're, you're making those saves. Whereas goals against average, um, you know, that's, that's telling you pretty easily how, you know, how, how good you are, how many goals you're actually letting in per sure. time that you're playing. And the real answer um, is probably a judge is, is both, you know what I mean? Like you have to right, kind of balance right. both. Um, I think wins is kind of subjective. Like you have to have a good team in front of you. Um, right. I but, mean, but you look at the leader right now. I mean, he will steal a game. He stole it tonight. So he top, stole the game tonight. So top goals against average, or the lowest goals against average, 
in the league right now with over what did you say the mark was four games uh four or more games yeah four games so that's yeah stall stay lock at 1.64 carter hut not far behind him and i think i think hutton's more of a dedicated starter mm-hmm. so i would give more credit to hutton than stay lock right um darcy kemper right behind them go arizona um tuka rask um is at five games um mountain balls at three Kemper, uh, Kemper is, I mean, four more games, right? It's tiny sample size, but those are Vesna numbers yep. easily. One point yep. six eight. He's got a point nine four four. He'll he'll come towards the median a little bit on those, but Jesus. Well, yeah, I mean, so this will help your case even more. Um, with more than four more games played, uh, the leader right now in, in save percentage, Tuka Rask at a point nine four four, tied with Darcy Kemper with yep. six games played. At nine four four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'd, I'd be, I'd even be curious. I know four more games. I don't think Ranta and Coyotes has played four more games. He has um, not. So, no. So that would be the reason he's not on here. But I'd be curious to see his stuff. I think. I mean, the Coyotes are just uh, all, all we at the beginning of the year. Everybody, all the Coyote beat writers and stuff, all they were writing was, you know, the offense can't score. The offense can't do this. All I said the entire time, I mean, I even replied to a couple comments because I'm an asshole and I drink. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I just said, well, you're forgetting about the one thing that actually fucking matters here is that beginning of the season and your goalies are, are you know, I've let in four goals in four games or whatever the hell it was. Um, you know, and, and now we're starting to see that, right? They're coming around. Oh, geez. You know, it's like, fuck it. I told you six games ago, guys. Um but yeah, I mean, so they got a nice tandem down there. Uh, Flurry at the top with wins. He stole another one tonight. Um, a lot of that, like you said, has a lot uh, a team in front of him. But he's just—he's one of those guys that you know you can get almost utterly dominated, and you come out of there with a two-one win, right? He's just—it's crazy sometimes that he can. And, and, but then he'll have other games where he's, you know, he was checking out the girls in row three too long. Yep. You know. Um, but yeah, so he's leading at seven right now. And then Carter Hutton with six wins. So let's Can't get around that, man. That's so impressive. one other, th- so I want to add in one more factor, one more layer to this, and then we'll move on from the goalies. Um, the, the, so we've got goal. So the top, so we're going four more. So that's Tuka Rask, Darcy Kemper, not counting those, not getting those Carter Hutton at six. And then we've got Mark Andre Fleury with 10 starts. Yeah, with a point nine three seven. That's that's pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Like no, he's I mean, got he's he's played more than more games than some of these guys doubled. Yeah, and he's got a good like. I mean, I think he's proven a lot of people wrong that yeah. You know, I mean, goalies have always been able to last a little longer in the mm-hmm. age age wise, but God, Flurry's just showing that it really is just a number. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'll I'll be the first to admit. Um, Vegas taken him. I mean, I knew why they did. He had cup experience and those kind of things. But, man, I mean, you know, at that point, Matt Murray had kind of come in and take it over. And I was, I, I'll be honest, I was one of the first people to go, hey, you know, he's, shit, he's moonlighted, right? I mean, he's he's seeing the seeing the wind. Um, yep. And he's just, he got into Vegas. And, yeah, he's got a good team around him. He's He's got some, like, I think it helps to have 
like pretty much an entire team of two AD and defensive defensemen. Oh, Flurry could Flurry could be a genuine starter in my opinion for guaranteed another two years, maybe yeah. three, and then he could easily be you know that stand-in goal. The guy could in some capacity play in the NHL in, until his early forties. Yeah, when Subban or Oscar Dansk is the leader. Yeah, or uh, or not them, <laughs> but yeah. Thanks. You don't like them. Yeah, uh, Dansk just fucking lost me some money. Just got smoked recently. So because they um, outplayed Philly, but he couldn't make a save to save his fucking life. Very interesting thing watching that broadcast, though. So uh, one of their one of their broadcasters was talking. Dansk hasn't even been getting time. He hasn't even been. He's been the backup in the AHL. Yeah. Which yep. is so weird that they brought him up for a game. I just because he's had an NHL experience when they lost all those goalies. But I know, but so is Sparks. Yeah. Nope. It's a good. It's, just, it's crazy. I just I was like, man, I, I I for one I forgot about Sparks because everybody has. Everybody's um, forgotten about Garrett nobody, Sparks. Who is that? Um, yeah, goalies. Goalies are you know, and this is what's impressive about this is we see a lot of goals at the beginning. Right, every NHL yep. year, our defense is sloppy. That's why when you watch playoff hockey, it's crisp. Yep. Right, we're watching the best hockey because our D zone is good. Our, you know, all three zones are good. Yep. Right. Whereas right now, yeesh. Oh yeah, your first week. Not to not to get brain gambling into it again, but your first week of the NHL, never bet on teams. Bet the under over because mm-hmm. there are going to be goals. Yep. Cool. Yep. All Carter right. Hutton with two shout-outs, everyone else with one. There you go. Pretty Talk much. about the other one. Pretty much. Um, okay, let's move into the tail end of our podcast. Okay. Um, fantasy hockey and then our and then our uh, picks for bets. Okay. So uh, fantasy hockey real quick. Um, league's doing well. I had a really tough loss last week. It was, God, it was so close. But um, I, for my sleeper pick this week for uh, fantasy hockey – uh, if you haven't, Eric Hall is not a sleeper anymore. Uh, if you haven't picked him up, you're 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 missing out. Um, talked about Clefbaum last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, I'm taking a flyer on Mackenzie Weger. He is on the first defensive line for Florida Panthers at the moment. Uh, skating on that top line will get him some ample opportunity to get some points. He's already put up a little bit. Um, definitely not owned in any leagues. I think he's owned in like 2.7 point of leagues. So widely available, but, um, definitely worth a flyer if you're hurting for some defense that need to put up some points because, uh, any, any Jake Garnier owners out there know that, uh, he's not getting it done while he is on the first power play. He's skating on the third pairing. So, um, he's just not getting a lot of ice time. Oh, I'm trying not to sneeze. I hate it when that happens. Uh, um, you know that was deemed one of the ugliest faces people make regularly. Yes. Um. <laughs> thank you for not laughing hysterically at me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I don't hate that one. Uh, I mean, think about it like this. One of the things, kind of following Barbrowski, who was I had him last year. I kept him in one of my leagues. He's notoriously bad in October. That's just, he just comes out to a terrible start. New team, he's going to come out to an even worse start. And then kind of starts to figure it out. So 
you know, Uyghur ha- having the year he's already been having in his goaltender's, you know, terrible month. Um, I think things are only going to get better for the Panthers. And the other side of that is I think I read Barkov hasn't even scored. Right? That could so, be I mean, possible. And he just got injured. Yeah, so, I mean, you're basically looking at a guy who's been producing pretty regularly. He's on the top pairing. Um, it's only a matter of time until we figure out that, you know, Ekblad is a second power play guy at best and just kind of is a is a two-way guy. Um, and Uyghur's not a terrible pickup. Nope. Because you guys you got guys like Huberto, um, Hoffman, who is burying biscuits already on it, you know, a slow start for the Panthers. Um, yeah, not a bad pickup. I, I was actually looking at him in my other league. It's a little, it's a little thinner than, uh, the one we play in, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I just hadn't quite pulled the trigger. Um, yeah, not a bad pickup at all. So I, cool. I like that one. Good. Um, for me, I, 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 I have me, I have, I think it's Miko Koskinen. Yes. I think it's Miko first names. I'm on I a first name basis with him. Um, so I have him, but I don't have Smith. So I, I wanted to dual wield those two and just didn't end up getting them. Um, and, but he, for some reason, they keep turning to Smith. And Koskinen's been the better goalie. I mean, Smith hasn't played bad, and so that's why they've been going to him. But Koskinen's been the better goalie, so I've been kind of on the lookout for something like that. Um, and I, I, one of the guys that I kind of had my eye on, we've talked about. I, I don't think I think we talked about it off podcast. Uh, maybe we talked about it on the podcast. Uh, Gorgiev with with the Rangers. So I think he's going to start getting seeing more time. Someone like that I would definitely keep an eye on. Um, UC Saros I was kind of keeping an eye on, but he's really been um, he's been pretty subpar. And then, you know, Pekka Rene kind of fucking showed up a little bit tonight, let in one goal. Uh, you know, Nashville went duck hunting tonight. Right. Um, you know, but then there's there's guys also like Cam Talbot and stuff like that to kind of keep an eye on. There's there's not one goalie in our league right now that I'm kind of like, oh, this this person needs to be picked up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but that's that's the fun you get with goalies. I definitely I think I, I think the goalie I'm watching the most uh, right now is probably Brian Elliott, and I'm going to regret saying that because someone's going to go pick him up that listens. Yeah, that's probably not smart, but... Um, but, you know, he... And it's not that Carter Hart... Carter Hart has been playing terribly, uh, but Brian Elliott has kind of showed... I mean, he showed last game um, against Vegas that he could be that goalie. He had a good game against Calgary uh, last week, I think it was. Um, and he's only letting two goals a game. I mean, he's, you know, he's... Two, two starts, but in both those starts, he's only in two goals. So. Sure. Definitely someone to keep an eye on. Carter Hart's obviously still the starter there, but, um, you know, they need to win some games in Philly. So they, yeah, they, they do. need someone who's going to win games for them. Yep. Yep. Cool. Cool. Cool picks. All right. Let's finish it out with uh, some quick gambling picks. Uh, I've already researched this, so you better frantically look into it. Um, <sighs> tomorrow, I'm tomorrow, as in uh, uh, Wednesday. Uh, October 23rd. Only two games on, so this is going to be one of those rare opportunities where I do a parlay bet. I'm going to take... Oh! I'm going to take the Senators over my Red Wings, and I'm going to take... I'm going to take the Lightning over the Penguins. So, that means that both of those teams have to win for me to get paid, but uh, I don't know what the line is yet. I don't know how much money that's going to make, but uh, 
I think that's a pretty solid bet. Right there. And that's you betting on only the winner. You're not doing nope, no spread. fancy stuff. You're not doing nope. rules for nope, no fancy okay. stuff. No, f- no fancy shit, huh? Just straight okay. up. Okay. Um, Do you see anything out later uh, in the week that you might like? Um, let me dig in a little bit. I, I actually was thinking of. Uh, pens and lightning going over depending on what it is right so i mean we we see a lot of those like high lines it might be six and a half honestly it could be and i i see that being a higher game um so that's the only i'm gonna definitely have to check that out when the line comes out i honestly i i'm not impressed by the senators your duckies play dallas on what day is this i think that's a slog dude that's going to be an under bet. Like I don't even care if the un- I don't even care if it's five and a half. I would take the under in that game. <laughs> one gonna zero. Be, yeah, that's going to be like a one zero game and it ends in a shootout. This is actually a good day for betting. I think. Um, I I like Capitals Oilers. You could probably go over on that. What one. day is that on? Uh, that's the same day. That's Thursday. Okay. I'd probably go over on that one. Uh, yep. Panthers Flames. I'd probably go over on that one. Just what we've seen so far. Yep, I like that. So, um, um, what yeah. we what what we want to keep you track on is we'll uh, we'll keep track of our bets and let you guys know what our records are. Um, so we'll we'll talk about these and that that's kind of an idea. Obviously, these might change up. You know, turn the line. May, you know, maybe one of these teams puts in a goalie we don't like or something. But uh, we'll keep you guys posted on our running tally of of wins and losses. Yeah. So for me, I I won't parlay tomorrow. I just I want to get my feet wet. You know, sure. and not. Uh, not completely cannonball into it, but um, I I don't remember what the line was on Detroit and Ottawa, but I actually I like Detroit in this game. So really, um, I'll you know I'll have to kind of check and see what the lines are. I definitely we're not going. I think it'll be under six and a half, or else or it'll or it'll be an absolute freaking yeah. Trash else, of a game. I thought, I thought everybody else thought it was gonna be six and a half tonight too, when it was two zero going into the third. With who? Detroit? Yeah. Detroit fucking... Detroit got into the third period and pulled their little panties down and just let them take them, take them to pound. Just just, Took just went the, right into it. Showed them the 50 states, man. That's how it Fuck. went. Fuck. I couldn't believe that. I mean, Vancouver had two power play goals, and it was like, oh, shit. And then it was over. I was like, yep. fuck Christ, dude. Yep. Um, yeah, but I'm going to make my first bet tomorrow. We'll see how it works out. Exciting I'm gonna stuff. I'm going to get stomped, I'm sure. Exciting stuff. Yep. All right. Oh. I think we should call it. Um, but as always, um, well, as 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 recent I've been gambling this season, uh, we'll be laying those bets with uh, betcommish.ag. So we yep. we recommend that you do that as well. Something else fun that we just did. Um, officially, the Twitter account is up and running. The Twitter is up. You should please follow us on Twitter. We're going to try very hard to keep these updated and keep you guys laughing and informed as best we can. It's We've got full-time jobs. It's definitely not going to be an, a, like an ESPN Roto-Wire update page, but we're, we'll definitely post some fun stuff and, and keep you entertained and you can always find our stuff on there too. So, um, yeah, follow us on Twitter. Uh, we're still on the Facebook. The Instagram is pretty much dead. So, um, 
And follow it should on. be. Yeah, it just needs to stay dead. So um, follow us on those two, and uh, we'll 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 keep you laughed and informed, and and uh, and all the other fun stuff throughout the season. Yeah, at DB Hockey Pod. That's the Twitter. At DB Hockey Pod. That's it. Correct. Perfect. All right, we're out of here. See you later. Bye.